0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Horn Call podcast. My name is James Bolden. I'm the publications editor for the International Horn Society and your host. I hope you've enjoyed the last couple of months of uh, archived f- um, recordings from various uh, horn symposia. Actually, they're both from the very first one, IHS 1 in 1969, a couple of different masterclasses by uh, um, John Barrows and then various other uh, luminaries in the Uh, Horn world from way back in the day. Uh, Today, we're going to return to the conventional format of the podcast with an interview with Pascal Deuber, who is the principal horn uh, in the Bavarian State Orchestra at the Bavarian State opera, uh, a position uh, that was previously held by none other than Hans Pitzka, which is a name that uh, many of uh, lis- many of you listeners will probably know. Uh, Pascal was the 2021 first prize winner in the ARD international competition. And before you listen to this podcast, just take a pause and go listen to uh, him on YouTube. You can find the link to it in the show notes, or you can just uh, do a YouTube search for Pascal Doiber. Uh, ARD competition finals. You've got to hear him play the Strauss second concerto live from memory uh, in the final round of this competition. Uh, Of course, at this level, all of the competitors that made it to the final round are just fantastic, but um, Pascal's playing, I think, uh, speaks for itself. I had a really great time talking with him today about his musical background his musical education, the schedule. It's just amazing to me how he even finds the time to do all the things that he's doing, performing in the orchestra, uh, doing these competitions, um, making recordings with his group, the Munich Opera Horns, uh, which you can follow them on uh, various social media outlets. Uh, Just a really great horn player, really fun guy to talk to. So I hope you enjoy my conversation with Pascal Doiberg. Awesome Uh well, uh, again, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me today. I know it's kind of getting towards the evening time there, and I imagine you're pretty busy uh, with performing and, and things like that. is the Is the orchestra season wrapping up there, or is it uh, how do the orchestra seasons work?
1: So we have um, from mid of September until end of uh, Ju- July. Okay. and then we have six uh, weeks of free time in the summer. Okay. For the last the last normally the last four to six weeks are the most busy weeks because we have uh, our opera weeks. Uh, each each evening another opera and
0: <laughs> so I'm very lucky to catch you uh, on a on a free evening.
1: Yeah, no no. This week is really um good to speak yes. Well, excellent. Um
0: so yeah, tell us a little bit about uh, your current performing position, and uh, if you if you do any teaching or anything like that. I think um, obviously, you know, you being a, a major prize winner in one of these big competitions, you're you're extremely well known, certainly in Europe. But I, I have a feeling that a lot of folks in the United States might not know uh, who you are exactly, or be quite familiar with you.
1: So, if you want, I can a little bit tell about my. Um, um...
2: How it's called
1: the um, the um where I was where I studied and
2: um, sure your
0: yeah your background and and sort my, of my your, background is yeah your journey to where you currently are and what you're currently doing on the horn
1: yeah so I I studied in Basel with uh, in Switzerland where I came from uh, with uh, Christian Lampert and uh, I did my like a practicum in uh symphony orchestra of basel where i had my first orchestra experience and uh, mm. yeah. and then i had my first job was in uh, symphony orchestra of wuppertal so uh, one of the little bit smaller orchestras in germany where i had a um, little bit more than one year uh, time contract for um, a solo horn who was in um, motorschutz like um so she she got a a child and was Mm. free for more than one year
0: so you were like an interim interim principal or something like that
1: yes yes and then um of course in this time i i did uh, some competitions for um for the uh, real job Mm -hmm. (laughs) fixed contract yes and um in uh, 2015 i started in uh, Hamburg on the State Opera, mm-hmm. State Orchestra. It's yes. uh, on the third first position. I had two years, and the first position was free, so I I took my chances uh-huh. <laughs> and um, did the uh, audition again and got uh, the job for the solo horn. And I was then again two years in Hamburg on the solo horn in the opera.
2: Okay.
0: Yeah and then in, and, in the midst of all that you did the ard competition and
1: it was later it was later so the first time i wanted to do the competition uh, it was in my time in in hamburg mm-hmm. but i had um my probia so do you understand probably no my the, 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 so when you start uh, your job you have the first year is always on um, um
0: Oh probation yes yes now i understand yes sorry
1: so <laughs> i i I couldn't um take my free times um to to um to learn
2: uh-huh. to
1: prepare and to do the competition yes mm-hmm. so and um, my wife uh, comes also from Switzerland, mm-hmm. and if you know a little bit uh, Germany, so Hamburg is in the north of Germany, mm-hmm. and um, Munich is in the south of germany so it's a little bit more uh is near to uh, more near near to switzerland yes than oh, okay. Hamburg, and uh, we have two uh, children so you can hear it <laughs> hear them um and their grandparents are in switzerland of course and uh. we wanted to have uh, to, to go near Switzerland as near as possible. Yes, sure. So, and in my time in Hamburg, I had the chance to play once in Munich, in the opera, and they had a free position. I think that my my predecessor. Oh
0: yeah, your predecessor. Yeah, the person who yeah, was there yeah. before you.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh, Hans Pitschka. Oh you
0: know. yes, yeah, very very well known in the horn yeah, community. Yeah
1: yeah so but he was um retired a few years ago so i think the position was free for 12 years Mm -hmm. and they they tried uh, some people but i think it didn't work (laughs) and i really had a lot of fun there in munich and the group was great and the orchestra of course and um so i decided also with the the background from uh, that munich is It's not so far to Switzerland and Hamburg. Mm -hmm. Uh, I want to try this um, audition, and it worked. We Mm -hmm. were really happy that it worked, and so I'm now in Munich for three and a half years.
0: Okay, since 2019,
1: yeah, Yeah, 2019, yes,
0: yeah. So, is it primarily an opera orchestra or a concert orchestra, or give give us a sense of how much the workload is divided between opera and orchestral performances?
1: So we have have about, um, I think, 35 operas, different operas, about 10 different ballet in the year, and then it's um, the orchestra is self-organized with their concerts. Okay. So, so we have six concerts in a year. It's not mm-hmm. so much. And um, we organize sometimes also um, concerts in, the, um, in other cities or um, so in this year our orchestra has an um, anniversary 500 okay. years.
0: Oh my of, goodness. Uh,
1: <laughs> yes. And we do a great um, Europe um tourney in uh, in uh-huh. September.
0: So is that that's 35 separate 35 different operas, right? Each season? Yes. Wow, and does that Is there a certain kind of repertoire that the orchestra focuses on, or that the opera focuses on? I imagine lots of Wagner. So (laughs) normally,
1: normally a lot of Wagner and Strauss. Uh huh. Um, Of course, Mozart, Puccini, Verdi. Um, This year is just one Strauss opera, I think. Okay. We have a lot of Verdi, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Uh, Wagner. Now we played um, uh, Tristan und Isolde. Mm Yeah, so last year in the in the opera f- um, f- with some, uh, Festspiel
2: weeks, uh-huh.
1: we had about five or six um, Strauss operas, like uh, Die Frau ohne Schatten, uh-huh. um, Die Schweigsame Frau, Okay, um, Rosenkavalier.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We had uh, Capriccio. I don't know. So I think one more, <laughs> <laughs> and of course other operas in in. These operas all in, in a time of two, three, four weeks. Okay. And okay. each evening. <laughs> wow,
0: but well, what what what's the rehearsal schedule for, you know, a, a single production of an opera? Like
1: we have, of course, we have um, new productions. Hmm. Um, I think about I don't know six to eight new productions in a year. Okay. And then we have. Three to four um, orchestra rehearsals, then with okay. the singers, and then with the stage. Of course, a lot of rehearsals. Yeah. yeah. Um, For the repertoire operas, it's normally so that the opera director is they try to do minimum one rehearsal for each opera. Okay. So if it's really difficult for them. The team playing for the stage and orchestra and singers mm-hmm. and normally we have like it's now for for Tristan we had uh, one rehearsal for each uh, act okay yeah and sometimes there is uh, one orchestra with singers and one stage rehearsal okay yeah, it's it depends a little bit
0: Sure. Yeah. So, tell t- tell me a little bit about the section. There is it. So, it's eight eight horn players. Are two sections of four, or is it more than eight?
1: We are ten. We have uh, five high horn players and five okay. low horn players. Okay. So the low the low horn players they are um they play all so two four six eight.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And the high horn players, we have two solo horns. My colleague is uh, Johannes Dengler,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and me, we are playing just first horn. And sometimes um, first Wagner Duba or the fifth horn. And then we have one assistant, so third with um, solo. Um, So he plays a lot of first horn in in the smaller operas or when my colleague and me want to have uh, (laughs) free.
0: Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Now you mentioned that you have a, a summer break basically between July and September. What what do you what do you normally do during that break? Do you do you continue to practice and play the horn or do you take some time off?
1: I try to um, to do a break mm-hmm. minimum minimum two weeks,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, when I do some concerts in the in the summer, I try to to do it directly in the first week after the last week in the in the opera or the first week or the first two weeks before the new season.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I imagine you need that time off after such a busy season. And you said all the busy stuff is kind of
1: towards the end of the season. Yes. <laughs> wow. Well, I need to really free time.
0: <laughs> well, sure. Yeah, and it, it, it kind of occurs to me... Um, you know, anyone who is as busy as you are, I'm sure has you know figured out your practice schedule and how you make that work with your work in the orchestra and then you know spending time with family. Is there are you a are you a daytime practicer or a nighttime practicer? Is there a you know how do you how do you balance all of that with your your work? Um,
1: practice. I, I normally I practice in the in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. In the afternoon is um, not evening. Yeah, so. Uh-huh. But four four to six okay. is the normal time I practice. Um sometimes also in the morning if it's if it fits with the family. Yes.
2: Right. Yeah. <laughs> um
1: but I have to say, um, in my position, I'm really lucky to to have always not always, but the, the most operas or pieces I have to play are um yeah, I, I, how can I say it? Uh
0: so well, and I see I I, I, find, I see this with orchestral players who play so much. You probably don't have to spend a lot of time keeping your embouchure in shape because you play so much in the orchestra.
1: Yes. So if I if I will play low horn, mm-hmm. I of course I have to practice the high things. I have to practice um, uh, fast thing things mm-hmm.
0: uh,
1: technique uh, mm. technique. Yes. But I when I play this each day normally in my part of the opera so i don't have to practice these things i just have to practice that i'm always when i have a free day Mm -hmm. that um that i'm fit Mm -hmm. um, uh, or when i have to practice new things um Mm -hmm. when i just play uh, of course when i just play um I have to play, uh, practice other things than when I play uh, a uh, Strauss opera or.
2: Sure. Yeah. yeah.
1: So just, that I'm always flexible in my ambitions. Sure.
0: No, that makes sense. So I, I kind of want to go back to your your musical training in uh, in Switzerland. T- talk to me a little bit about what what the music education system is like and how you you know. Uh, what kinds of things you studied with your your teachers that got you prepared to be a professional horn player?
1: So in the music school, my mm. my teacher he was um, he has a big horn class, mm-hmm. so about sixty young musicians. Oh wow! Yes, and um, he of course he, he I think he studied with um, Erich Penzel.
2: Okay. Yeah.
1: And um, sometimes you you could feel it uh, in the way of uh, he was uh, teaching us when okay. he, when he knows ah this guy could be a professional horn player I have to teach him a little bit like
2: <laughs> I see okay
1: <laughs> so um, he teached me a lot of um, a lot of horn play a lot of horn players to learn. In the study in the with the professor in the high school and now in the high school uh, university
2: uh-huh
1: um so I had to practice the the all tonalities and
2: mm-hmm. um,
1: also Clark. You right, know, da, right. Da, 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 for technique da, da. yep technique and all these things things where normally um a horn player in the music school i think doesn't learn or or not not so intensive that's
0: and what age was this? Was this you know like twelve, thirteen, fourteen years old, or how how old were you during this music school?
1: Um, I started with uh, six years.
0: Okay, on the horn.
1: On the horn, yes. And then I, I changed the teacher at um, with ten, I think. Okay. F- four years later, um, and at this time, I th- I think he told my older horn teacher uh, that um, this is a good guy. I want to to have him
2: teach
1: him <laughs> and of course uh, with with 10 11 years i didn't have to learn the things it was later but um, mm-hmm. he had always um, ideas how to go on until the um, university
0: i see okay so i you know but by the time you got to university you'd been playing since you were six years old yes. wow that's uh, incredible so I imagine, so once you got to university, was it, you know, you just continued to focus on, you know, like solo repertoire and orchestral music, that sort of thing?
1: Um, you mean what I... Yeah, what did, I, did, you, uh, what
0: did you study uh, at university on, on the horn? Was there a certain focus? Like, because by that time, I'm sure you knew you wanted to be a professional musician, right?
1: Yes. So I, um, a long time, I, I didn't know really if I want to be a professional horn player. Okay. But then there was a time I, I just thought about what could I do mm-hmm. when I don't go to study my the horn. Yes. Uh-huh. So, and then I was thinking a lot and, and I found out that this is really my passion and I want to be a professional musician. Mm-hmm. And of course, when I did a lot of technique and, and all the things in the music school i had not to do too much in the university
2: uh-huh.
1: so I, I i played a lot of repertoire right and right orchestra and i played this gig and this gig and
2: yeah
0: mm-hmm. well, so uh, if you don't mind me asking what what other careers had you considered if it wasn't if it wasn't music if it wasn't playing the horn what was there other things you had thought about doing
1: not really but as uh, so the. the <laughs> The only thing I I, I tried out in a uh, two week of um, practicum it okay. was a uh, uh, cooking really so okay in, in a kitchen yes
0: <laughs> so like being a chef yeah yes well that's cool no I can so, kind of see the see the, the the parallels between being a musician and being a chef so
1: I today I always um, like to stand in the kitchen and uh, okay and
0: cook. Well, I'm sure that's appreciated in the family. Yeah, somebody who's you know, if you if you enjoy cooking, I think that's definitely a plus. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, uh, tell me a little bit about. I think most people know what the ARD is. It's this big international competition, but it's it's restricted to certain ages, right? There's a there's an age limit.
1: Yes, the age limit is. I don't know twenty. Eight to thirty—I don't know really—but uh-huh. in this range,
0: right? But and it's a major international competition, and it's uh, the the horn only comes up every few years. It's not every year that the competition is for horn. It's a different instrument every year, correct?
1: Yes, I think uh, all four years is horn.
0: Okay, so every you know, so the next one will be what twenty twenty six? If it was twenty twenty two. Or was it 2021 that you did
1: it? 2021.
0: So 2025 will be the next one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So tell me a little bit about so, but you know, by this time you were already playing professionally and busy with the orchestra. How how did you go about preparing for that competition? Just to play at such a high level and just consistently, you know, all the time with this repertoire.
1: I know. I knew that uh, during. The new, uh, the normal uh, orchestral season. I don't have too much time to prepare, of course. Right. So I, I could choose some pieces in the in the repertoire from the competition. Mm-hmm. So I tried to choose uh, the the right pieces. I I already played. I know.
2: Uh-huh.
1: So it was not possible to um, choose all pieces I I already played, but um, mm-hmm. a lot of them. Yeah. So the new difficult was um I in each round I had to play one piece by heart. hmm So this was for me it was really hard because I um yeah, I think I didn't play by heart, except of um Mozart four and Strauss one. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. Um and in the orchestra I have always I yeah, I'm really focused to the to my score because right, when you, yeah when you just have one or two rehearsals you have to. I'm a really good um, side reader, mm. so I never have to practice really a lot. Um, yeah, <laughs> the, the, my 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 score. Yeah, so it was difficult for me to really um, uh, practice my heart that I know when I stand in on the stage and I have str- uh, stress and. Um, mm-hmm. That I can really uh, play the things I have to.
0: How how did you have any particular strategies for memorizing? Um, You know, you did because for the final round you play the entire Strauss two with the orchestra completely from memory. Uh, You said there are three rounds, right? And each round you had to do something from memory.
1: So it it there were uh, four rounds. Four rounds, but because of Corona, um, we had the first round was um, with a video.
2: I see. Okay. Yeah.
1: So in the first round, it was um, this. Uh, oh,
0: Kerobini. Um, yeah.
1: Kerobini, yes. Yeah. Then in the second round, it was Adachon Aleko from mm-hmm. Schumann. So I, I thought, ah, I played it so many times. It <laughs> will not be <laughs> too difficult to play it, by heart. but when I started to practice, there are. Of course, they are always the same um, figures, and um, mm-hmm. but they are not always really the same, right? <laughs> so yeah. To memorize when is it's, diff- uh, it's different and when I have to play like this, and um, so I when I practice, I, yes, I, I will go on the the, the third round. It was um, Weber Concertino. Okay. Oh, um, yeah. The other place, Mozart. The last round, of course, Strauss.
2: Strauss. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: So when I when I, I practiced, I, I tried to learn from the first moment of practicing uh, without the score,
0: uh. and
1: I tried to remember how was it. When sorry, my daughter. My
2: no, daughter. it's fine.
1: Yeah, yeah I, I told them that I will um, uh, have a video chat with uh, a guy from America.
0: Ah, okay.
1: Of course, this distance is. Uh, and another language. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Interesting.
0: Yeah. Have you had the opportunity to travel much? Have you been outside of of Europe at all?
1: Um. I have to say, I just traveled with, not just, but mostly I traveled with the music. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I was in China once. In Japan.
0: Oh, that's amazing.
1: Yeah. Uh, in South America.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But in the North, I not yet, not yet. Mm-hmm. North America, not yet.
0: Well, I, I I hope you get the chance to come to to North America and perform because I think I think people will just love your playing and you know it's uh I, again the the whole point of the podcast is just to get more people interested in the whole world of horn playing and not be so focused on just one country or one style or one particular area um you know it's called the International Horn Society for a reason and we you know we want people from all over the world to <laughs> to yeah. be interested in it and to find out information. So, uh, you know, that's, that's, that's great. Um, so uh, just go, if we could talk about the competition just one more time, because I know a lot of young players that they get really interested in competitions because it's a way to, uh, you know, get, get recognition and it's a way to, you know there's prize money of course and then get solo engagements from you know if you're a major competition winner you're going to get asked to come play solos with other orchestras you're going to get asked to come you know do master classes in different places so it's you know people take it very seriously um what what advice do you have for young players who want to to be in these high level competitions and be successful
1: first of all you have to know what competitions mean, so with the stress level, and if you can imagine to uh, to fit uh, in this situation, yeah, to, mm. um, because I think it's it's again it's another thing to play uh, as soloist with an orchestra than uh, to play in a competition when you know that there are seven world class horn players in the jury <laughs> and <laughs> listen to you and. With the live stream and all of the all over the world, uh, mm-hmm. normally or mostly uh, home players will listen to you. So, mm-hmm. you know, uh, this is uh, the first thing you just have to know, and uh, if if you can uh, work at this, yeah.
2: yeah.
1: And then when you practice, you have to choose your pieces um where you know uh, when you that you know that um, in one round I cannot play. Um, Three pieces uh, who are high and really forte uh, all mm-hmm. over the time, and uh, so you have a little bit to to know what your um sorry right?
0: no that's okay like your strengths and you know play to your strengths and balance the,
1: the yeah, endurance yeah. yeah and and what just to know what is are your um just to know what uh, um in what you are good
0: I see yeah yeah play to your and strengths then, yes.
1: Yes, yes. So that you to know uh, what is good to choose and um, mm-hmm. when you have to, the, 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 when you can choose.
0: You want to, yeah. you want to show your best playing by choosing yes. the right repertoire. Yeah,
1: and yeah. then I think it's really important not uh, to think. Oh, I I go to Germany to a competition. It's in this case or oh, from the ID and. Uh, Perhaps they want to hear like uh, that. I play like a German home player, or or, <laughs> or oh, there is um, Freudis or Rebecca in the jury. She had a, a CD from this piece. She plays like this. I have to copy her. I think this is the the wrong um, mm-hmm. uh, idea. Yeah. So
2: you have I, to
0: play like you. Yeah.
1: Yes, you have to play like you, and. So, in, in the first round, I, I played this uh, Tomasi concerto. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it. And I, I found one, I've had one or two um, CDs in the internet. Uh-huh. And I just listened a few minutes to one. And I thought, oh, it's not so my uh, taste. Mm-hmm. But But then I thought, ah, perfect. I will not listen to any. <laughs> And um, um, the ideas of of this uh, work, I just want to find my own creation.
0: Yes. Uh uh-huh. That makes sense. Yeah.
1: And it was easier to really to to feel the music and um, to to learn from zero.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Of of course, when you when you have to learn the Strauss concerto, it's really difficult to don't uh, have uh, something in your in your memories of uh, sure yeah yeah.
0: now how do you deal with how did you deal with you mentioned stress uh you know how do you how do you cope with that other than you know obviously being as prepared as you can possibly be but how do you how do you deal with the the you know the pressure of being being in these competitions
1: i think it's uh, also important to have a always um, something different um so when you don't play the horn and don't uh, be on the stage from mm-hmm. the competition that you have something to, like uh, being in the garden, doing mm-hmm. something with the, <laughs> uh, the plants or, uh, I don't know, reading books, just mm-hmm. to um, switch your um, focus to something different.
2: Sure, yeah.
1: Because the, this period of um, the competition it's. I think it's about two weeks, hmm. and when you have in this time, when you are just on the music always each day, and I just have my horn. And <laughs> <laughs> the pressure, the pressure is of course it is here, and it's um, yeah, yeah the stress level is high, and you have to uh, to distract.
2: Ah, uh, okay, yeah, yeah,
0: you have to yeah. have something to take your mind off of it
1: yeah yes yeah.
0: okay that makes sense well what uh what what do you like to do you you mentioned cooking, but what what uh, are there certain other books that you like to read or you know mental mental exercises you like to go through to help yourself um be ready to perform
1: um so to be ready to perform i I like to go through the piece mm-hmm. um, just in in my head mm-hmm. sometimes with um With audio, sometimes without, Mm -hmm. just to focus really on the music, and um, it helps me because when I directly before um, my playing, Mm -hmm. uh, it's I like to 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 um, to don't have my horn with me Mm. because then I always have to try something. Oh, (laughs) how my embouchure, and Uh and just to have this. just the feeling uh, this feeling i know when i stay there um, i just give my best Mm -hmm. and i of course i have to play um, if it feels good or not it doesn't matter
2: yeah i just have
1: to give (laughs) yeah Uh, so then i like to have my horn not with me before Mm. directly before the playing and uh, just focus in my my mind and
0: no, that makes sense. That's that's good advice. Now, when you were sort of getting near, you know, getting near the final stages of the competition, did you have, did you play for your colleagues? Did you do a recital or multiple recitals just to get used to performing that repertoire in, in front of people?
1: I thought about it, mm-hmm. but um, ah, yes, once I did. Uh-huh. I, I have an ensemble um, uh-huh. in the Beethoven set that. Uh, you know, a bit of a of course, with the uh, violin, viola, and yeah. Uh huh. So, and we we had uh, a week of rehearsing, and and I knew that one piece is really difficult to play by heart, this Weber Concertino, and uh-huh. I thought, ah, and I ha- we have a a piano player with okay. us, so I asked her, hey, can we just play um, Schumann and uh, this Weber Concertino, and we played this and it really helped me uh, to get oh um to get over the the first um stress sure the first yeah, performance yeah
0: right right so no, that, that makes sense
2: yeah yeah but
1: um before the last round like Strauss 2 I, I just was really really happy to play this once with orchestra
2: <laughs> sure yeah
1: <So laughs> it was not i think the last round was uh, the best for me just for the feelings, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, well, I was it, it, not so stressed in the in the evening, and uh, yeah, I could have a lot of fun.
0: Well, it certainly comes through in the performance, yeah. And and this this is on YouTube, and anybody can go listen to that final round of the the ARD competition. It's uh, it's a really fantastic performance of the Strauss. Thank you. Yeah, well, uh, Pascal, thank you so much again for speaking with me. I thought you know we could kind of um. Do some more fun questions. I've been picking your brain about so many like you know special horn related things. I thought it might be fun to just ask you a couple of other questions uh, if that's okay. Of course. So, uh, do you have any favorite pieces to play? Everybody always hates that question, but I think people always want to know. Do you have a favorite favorite composer or favorite you know music that you like to play?
1: Of course, I like the the operas Uh, Strauss Mm -hmm. more than Wagner. I I like Wagner, but not so much than Strauss. Mm-hmm. um f- two years ago or three years ago we had a, a really great opera from uh, it's it called it was called the birds die vögel from uh, walter braunfels okay i did i didn't know this composer but it's Mm-mm. similar to strauss and crazy <laughs> crazy things that you play <laughs> um i also really liked it. and i have to say you you know this uh uh, Kurt Atterberg.
2: Yes, yeah, the
0: Atterberg concerto. Yeah,
1: yes. So I, I played this in uh, in my studies and um, and then I was thinking about, how did he compose something like a symphony? And mm. I found the symphonies from him uh, in the internet, and it was I, I really really liked it. Okay. That all all of the nine symphonies he wrote. So I
0: didn't know someone, he wrote symphonies. Yeah, mm.
1: if someone is searching something new, it was really great. which is really
0: great. Yes. Kurt Atterberg. Yeah. yeah, yeah, excellent. So outside of your outside of you know classical music, do you, do you like? Is there any kind of pop music you like, or anything that you you'd like to listen to to just take your mind off of 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 work?
1: So in my youth, I I heard a lot of um, Deep Purple. Uh, Gary Moore. Uh, okay. So, uh, this older um, hard rock. So, today I, we would not say hard rock, I think, but it was the, the, the older <laughs> rock. Yes. Okay. Um, and today I like to hear sometimes uh, this old uh, jazz, you jazz or okay. chansons from ADPF. <laughs> uh-huh.
0: Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you've got uh, such a distinctive voice, yeah
1: <laughs> something really different to the classical the repertoire,
2: yeah yeah for but sure
1: i don't I don't really like the normal pop radio music it's just not so my music
0: <laughs> no, I understand well that's awesome and um I guess to kind of wrap things up it would be so do you have much contact with uh, Hans Pitzke? did he uh, have you ever chatted with him or had a chance to to talk with him?
1: yes I just uh, talked with him a few days ago with um, we had a phone call because one of uh, his older colleagues um, is uh, died
2: oh. yes.
1: and um, we spoke about a um, funeral yes. mm-hmm. but of course uh, if you spoke once with Hans you know he's not just speaking about uh, one thing He's Speaking yeah. about a lot of uh, musical things, and um, we spoke also about uh, uh, horn pieces. Um, yeah, and he will he will give me some scores. and I I forgot <laughs> what, but it's uh, it's funny to to speak with him. It.
0: Yeah, he's he has so much knowledge, and you know he he knows the the history of the horn going back so far because of yeah. the heritage and 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 germany so it's yeah he's uh he's he's one of a kind for sure <laughs> mm.
2: um
0: well uh pascal i i i think uh i'm kind of at the end of my questions is there anything else you want to discuss or anything you want to share
1: um i can say something about my group and the oh opera. yes please we have um the munich opera horns
0: yes um, yeah
1: perhaps you will know uh one or two CDs of the mm-hmm. group i was not there. um but now we have a new CD, okay, which will be released in one month, I think. Okay, and there are two of my uh, own arrangements ah. for horn octets. So I did the second uh, Strauss concerto for eight horns.
0: Oh my goodness! <laughs> yes,
1: <laughs> I think there is a recording on, on YouTube. Okay, but we we did, of course, we did a really um, nice recording with the.
2: Group in mm-hmm.
1: a with a, and I I did another arrangement of the opera from Strauss Daphne,
2: okay, yeah,
1: yeah, like a a, a fantasia with mm-hmm. a fifteen minutes of nice music. Music. Oh, and wonderful! My colleagues are also playing um trios with a natural horn or okay. a modern piece with uh, with was wrote extra for our group, Voyager Two. Okay. Yeah.
2: Excellent. Well, yeah. Well,
0: I'll be sure to check that out. And there, does um, this is the group uh, Christoph S.
1: Is no, this still... is German German hornz.
0: That's the German set. Okay. Munich opera is different. That's right.
1: Yeah. Munich opera horns. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. And I've I've seen your videos on on social media and mm-hmm. all of those things. So yeah, uh, is there a website people can go to 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 find out more?
1: Yes, I think. Munich Opera Horns. Munich Opera Horns. Okay. I don't
0: know. Yes. Yeah. I'll put. I'll put we that
1: link. We are also in in um, uh, Instagram and Facebook and.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's where I've seen your videos. Yeah, there's lots yeah. of stuff. <laughs> well, excellent. Well, thank you so much for speaking with me today.
1: Yeah. Thank you.